Hey, it's uh, Dr. Bill with just the tip of urology school. Today, we're going to discuss neurogenic bladder. It's a huge area. It can be very uh, confusing as a subcategory of what we do in urology. So just look at the basics, and then we'll later on add to your knowledge base. But understand this, the concept of uh, the bladder is to be a component for storage of urine and expelling that urine. So it's got to expand to store and contract to empty. The outlet or the door of that bladder, which will include internal sphincter, external sphincter, uh, urethral uh, passage or urethral disease can hamper this, BPH or enlargement of the prostate, looking at uh, rectal pathology or vaginal pathology, such as uh, prolapse, all of that can cause external pressure and, and tighten that door. So a normally function, neurogenically intact bladder has to include expansion of the bladder along with closing of that door and contraction of the bladder along with opening that door. Any other pathology, any other uh, association of those two issues that are not opening and closing appropriately is an abnormal bladder from a neurogenic point of view. And we also want to look at categorizations of abnormality. And so there's some nice uh, tables and outlines in the uh, AUA core curriculum that looks at pathology limited to the brain, spinal cord, and then at the sacrum and below to help us uh, organize our thoughts on the neurogenic bladder. Our goal with our patients is to provide a low pressure collecting system. Something lower than 40 centimeters of water uh, of pressure in the bladder. Anything above that is gonna cause upper tract deterioration. We wanna decrease uh, the number of symptomatic uh, UTIs. We wanna decrease stone formation, and we want to have appropriate uh, bladder management, including a frequency of urination as um, well as some way of uh, providing continence of uh, urine. Uh, remember, you want to assess bladder capacity, the um, post-void residual, the amount of urine left after attempts at voiding. So we will assess patients with avoiding uh, or catheterization diaries, looking at how much fluid is taken in, how much that patient is avoiding, uh, uh, whether it is spontaneously or with a catheter during the day. Uh, check those post-word residuals, the amount of volume left behind in the bladder. We may use uroflows or urocuffs to help assess the flow of urine, the speed in which the urine, uh, the urine leaves, as well as pressures uh, within the bladder utilizing uh, urodynamics. Understand that when we use catheterization, whether it's an indwelling foley or catheterization intermittently, bacteria is going to be introduced in the bladder. If they are not symptomatic, don't treat. There are times when we may uh, treat a uh, asymptomatic uh, urinary tract infection as it relates to pregnancy, 
uh, a special issue and something that we have to scrutinize at a, a different time. But in general, we do not treat asymptomatic bacteria. Uh, we may use imaging of the upper tracts for those who have recurrent symptomatic UTIs uh, or febrile UTIs. We may even use endoscopic evaluations, including formal uh, urodynamics. Understand uh, the concept of compliance. The change in volume over divided by the change in pressure of the bladder at capacity. Understand, again, that bladder pressures greater than 40 centimeters of water is going to translate into upper tract deterioration. Know the concept of detrusor leak point pressure. That's the detrusor pressure at which leakage occurs in the absence of detrusor contractions. Difficulty in emptying can occur from detrusor sphincter dysenergia, that disconnect between the bladder expanding and contracting and the outlet opening and closing. It can occur from urethral strictures. It can occur from BPH or pathology uh, in the rectum uh, and uh, pathology in the vagina, such as uh, prolapse. And yes, even a uh, impacted uh, rectum uh, with stool will cause some abnormalities uh, in uh, the voiding pattern. Understand the concept of autonomic dysreflexia. When you first see it, it'll scare the hell out of you, but it's easy to treat. And that's essentially an abrupt increase in um, blood pressure. It can occur with bradycardia and tachycardia or no changes in heart rate whatsoever. Patient may be flushed, may be incoherent, may be confused, will be sweating. Uh, there are a number of other uh, signs and symptoms that are nicely outlined. It's basically pressure from the bladder or the rectum or stimulation of the um, uh, urethra uh, or internal sphincter. It can occur from a catheter being plugged. It can occur uh, during evaluation urodynamically. Um, or even endoscopic evaluations. So understand the, uh, the various precipitating uh, factors, understand uh, that it is necessary to address by disimpacting or emptying the bladder or stopping the stimulation. Whatever you started doing that caused it, just stop doing. Uh, sometimes it's important to address the high blood pressure that does not spontaneously resolve once you've impacted change. Uh, for the, uh, for that, those people who have nitro paste available, using that to the chest will appropriately uh, bring down uh, the blood pressure. Read up on it, understand the signs and symptoms. You will see it in your practice. Understand the concept of uh, spinal shock and the uh, required use for catheters. Have a comfort level in managing uh, patients with MS and Parkinson's disease. Read about, understand when we may use intervention like uh, PTNS or ECOIN or Botox 
uh, interstem or even bulking agents. It's really a wide area uh, in urology, something that you will see in your practice and something that's important to understand the concept of management, when to treat, how to treat, and how to uh, evaluate your patients. As always, look at you, your AUA guidelines and your updates on uh, core curriculum. There are a lot of um, publications for both neuropra uh, the uh, nurse practitioners and the PAs regarding this. Our own institution has a great uh, urodynamic uh, technician who is very informative and will uh, walk you through some of the basic studies if you have an interest for that. Again, Dr. Bill, just the tip of urology school addressing neurogenic bladder.